San Antonio entrepreneurs are taking a 10-week course and receiving up to $20,000 as they meet its milestones to start or grow their small businesses. They don't know what it takes to be an entrepreneur, right? Sleepless nights and you're always constantly working 24-7. It just takes time and right now, I think it's my season. I'm, I'm growing and things are manifesting for me, so it's just time. It's all part of the Embracing Entrepreneurial Equity Program. It's a partnership between the City of San Antonio and the Maestro Center, a business incubator on the west side, aimed at boosting businesses from underserved communities. In this episode of Commerce Street, a business podcast from Ken's Five, we spoke with the executive director of the Maestro Center, Marisa Valla, as well as a business owner with a dream to expand her business and guide others to follow in her footsteps. Savala told us a little bit about the program. My name is Mari Savala. I'm the executive director for the Maestro Center. The Maestro Center is a business incubator and accelerator located in the west side of San Antonio. We have been open since 2016. So we've been around for a few years. But our mission is to really grow and accelerate uh, the businesses in San Antonio. And we want to be a resource and we, we want to be guidance for those businesses that really need, need that support in order to accelerate and to continue to expand and to continue to employ and, and be that, that vehicle for economic growth in our city. So for the Embracing Entrepreneurial Equity Program, we came in partnership with the city of San Antonio to really provide access to training and to the resources necessary to build that true resilience in our minority community, right? So there's there, there was a huge gap during COVID where a lot of the minority business, small business owners did not get the opportunity to get access to some of the resources that were provided from the from the government uh, or from local uh, government agencies, and and with that, uh, I'm referring to the PPP loans and and to other grants that some of these businesses, because they weren't set up correctly or because they didn't have the paperwork needed, they didn't have access to some of that funding and also didn't have access to some of the resources and training. So we wanted to take this opportunity to really, really pick and choose those businesses that were the most vulnerable, that really needed the support in order for them to continue to operate as a business. Or also for those aspiring entrepreneurs that have not had their business already set up and incorporated to also provide them an avenue and and, an opportunity for them to get established and also get some funding so that they can get up and running. Laquina Gonzalez is one of the entrepreneurs chosen. Yes, I've been doing hair for about 20 years. We caught up with her on a busy morning at her salon, Hair Eccentric, where she told us how she started her business. It was it was so weird how it happened. I was actually at the car wash with my grandmother and just washing her car. And this man pulled up on the side of her that she knew and they were just talking and she introduced me to him. She was like, this is my granddaughter. She's a beautician and all that kind of stuff. And so he was like, really? I have a building that used to be a salon that nobody's in right now. Um, so I'm like all ears now. So I'm like, okay, tell me a little bit about it or whatever. So. 
he did. We drove down here to take a look at it. And it, it was nice. It was really, really pretty in here. It was a yellow walls at the time. When I got here, majority of my people, they follow me, but um, word of mouth and my clientele just pretty much grew. What do you love about doing hair? The beauty, the art of hair. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, um, creativity, just that. Just, I'm like an eccentric person. I like to take the simplest thing and make it kind of eccentric. <laughs> Is that how the name came about? Yeah. Mm -hmm. the people, my, my friend, I have a friend, she's always calling me an uh, eclectic or eccentric person. Mm -hmm. And I'm so, yeah, I'm just sitting down. I was like, hmm, yeah, that is me. So yeah, that's how the name came about. Gonzalez wants to expand and add a beauty school that provides cosmetology training to low-income families and give them a space to work out of when they're done. So I plan to open a beauty school in which I'm gonna attach to my salon. So it's gonna be a salon and a beauty school in one separate, but together, if it makes any, in the same building. And so the people who graduate from the hair academy, they'll be able to have a place to work once they graduate. They don't just, we don't just ship them off, okay, you completed your hours, so now it's time for you to go out and search for employment. Well, we have the option to have you to work next door with us once you get your license and stuff like that. She hopes to pass on not just skills, but the love she has for her craft. It's always been embedded in my heart. I went to, um, I mean, I've been in the hair business for about 20 years, and I went to my cosmetology instructor's course probably about 10 years ago. And so it's always been in my plans, always been in the making. I just, um, I mean, it just takes time. It just takes time, and right now, I think it's my season. I'm, I'm growing and things are manifesting for me, so it's just time. Sally Davison has been a client of Laquinas for years. Well, first off, I love coming to get my hair done, period. But I love coming to Laquinas. It's always a fun environment. She knows what I like. She's been doing my hair for years. And so it's just a pleasure coming. I think it's awesome because the young people today, those who have an interest to be entrepreneurial like Queena, they want to learn a trade. This gives them an opportunity to, like she says, learn the trade and then have a place where they can gain employment immediately. So I love that, that's great. I'm all about mentoring, especially among the young people. Gonzalez saw the Embracing Entrepreneurial Equity Program as a way to help her accomplish her goals. So when uh, the application and I filled it out, it took me about two hours. <laughs> it, it was pretty long and um, asked a lot of questions that I didn't even think of myself. Um, but yeah, I was um, excited when they called me and told me that out of the 200 applications they had, they, I was one of the top 10 to be selected. So, um, mentor is definitely one of the important things on my list. Um, and to properly structure my business for what I have planned. So yeah, and the funding of course will definitely help to accomplish my goals. We asked Savala for more details about the course and grant and how it can affect business owners and the broader community. 
So the Embracing Entrepreneurial Equity program is a 10 week long program. So during the period, during the 10 weeks, the participants have access to user space as in, we're an incubator, right? And they have access to utilize our space to start off with. Then we have prepared a 10 week long intensive program to really help them in that training that they need and that educational component. And we have sessions from building a business plan for those businesses that are barely starting. Also reinforcing business plans and, and rethinking on how, how your business plan is structured so that you can grow and, and really adapt to, to the new business atmosphere. Also, we have courses like cost pricing to really help them identify what their product and service should be priced, right? That's, that's really hard and really difficult. Even for businesses that have been in business for so long, cost pricing is always a challenge and is, is, is always something that businesses struggle with, right? And providing them a, a spreadsheet template on, on how to price their product or service correctly makes a world of a difference. Also, you mentioned access to capital. Access to capital is one of the one of the sessions that we're going to be touching on, and we're going to have different resource partners available as a roundtable to really walk them through and talk to them about the different access to capital opportunities, but how to leverage and how to to have access and how to gain some of these resources in order for them to, to grow. Also, it's really important to, to teach them about financial literacy and the importance of, of managing the funds that they have available so that they can grow and expand, right? And one of the things that we also talk about is the opportunity of having a, um, an accessible, a, um, line of credit with a bank, right? And, and really, uh, really encourage them to, to solidify um, a relationship with their bankers, right? That's, the, they're going to be their best allies whenever they want uh, to expand or, or they're ready to take on a bigger, larger product project that if they didn't have access to these funds, they wouldn't be available to to even even apply it for these larger projects. So we really want to be that support system and, and also that educational um, aspect, right? It's so important to have access to, to those educational components so that these businesses can grow and they can have all the, the resources necessary to do so. The benefit goes beyond just this one person or one group of entrepreneurs working together um, for a business. Talk to me about the impact on community overall and how kind of helping this one business helps more of the economy and more of the community. So by helping one business, you're providing, you're really educating them in, in how important their role in the community is, right? Because once they start a business, they're number one, contributing to the local economy by uh, providing jobs to the local community, right? And also by uh, spending dollars locally and, and also in investing their local dollars into the community to create jobs and, and to create um, commodities, right, in our town. So it's, it's really, it's, it's a cycle, right? And one business owner can impact 
our our city so much and i do have some some data that i would like to share i don't have it here with me but i do have some data on uh, the percentage of the employers in san antonio and if i'm not mistaken more than 80 percent of the local economy employ employers are small businesses which is huge right so uh, a lot of the workforce here locally uh, is sourced by small businesses so it's it's really really critical the work that we do and empowering these entrepreneurs to grow right and to become bigger and better and through our by local grow sa efforts we really want to focus on having those larger agencies and, and those larger employer, employers really look at small business and really think twice when they're selecting a, a businesses when they, they have bids, right, or procurement opportunities to really, really think through and uh, local dollars spent in, in a local business will generate a lot more economic development in our city. So it's really critical. And we really try to encourage the city of San Antonio, Bear County, VIA, and all of those larger procurement agencies to really, really think through and, and really give the opportunity to local businesses so that those dollars can remain locally. And that way we expand our local economy. Else would you want people to understand about um, the triple E program or anything else um, associated with it? So it's really important, uh, besides from the dollars that they're going to be receiving at the end of the program and the training, it is the, the relationship building and the networking, right? So they're going to be assigned an, a mentor for the entirety of the 10 weeks. So that's that's huge for them, right? That's uh, when, when we had them here this week, uh, one of the, the things that they were more excited about was the mentor, right? And have that one-on-one -on -one connection, but also having that community and building that community amongst them, right? They're, they're all business owners and they're all going through the same things. And sometimes their partners or their family members or even their employees, they don't know what they're going through on a day-to-day -day basis because they don't know what it takes to be an entrepreneur, right? Sleepless nights, and you're always constantly working 24 seven. Sometimes uh, you don't sleep at night because you're thinking, how am I gonna make payroll, right? Or, or this, uh, every single little decision, it impacts the business, right? So being an entrepreneur is really, really tough. And just having that support system within each other makes a world of a difference, right? They're exchanging ideas, exchanging, a learning a curves, right? A exchanging failures, exchanging successes. So that's that's really what we really wanna wanna try to nurture. And and it just I just wanted to mention that because we had such such a big demand in the embracing entrepreneurial equity. It, not only because of the the dollars that they're gonna be granted, but also the training. We open our yearly cohort program right at the same time. And we have over 40 participants going through that program simultaneously. So those applicants that didn't have the opportunity to be selected for the triple E program and be part of the 10, they still had the opportunity to enroll in the training if they wanted to. So I just wanted to mention that, that that's going on simultaneously. And also if there's a businesses out there that are interested in this training, please reach out to us. Please send an email to media at maestrocenter.org and we would be more than 
happy to send you an application. We're early on on the on the program, so I think we can still accept some business owners. If you're interested, please, please don't hesitate to contact us. This was Commerce Street, a business podcast from Ken's Five. For more episodes like this one, you can subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts by searching Ken's Five Commerce Street, or you can visit kensfive.com slash commerce street. I'm Erica Zuko with producer Kristen Dean. Thanks for listening.